Welcome to the Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. It's such an honor to share this moment in time with you. I look forward to sharing what the Father has for us as men in such a time as this. Listen, I celebrate you. Yes, you. You that's listening. I celebrate your walk. I celebrate right where you are right this moment. Whether you building, whether you tearing down, whether you cleaning up, this is a safe place, a safe space that we will work together as men to get better so that we can do better. Real men, real issues. Let's go. Kingdom blessings. God bless each and every one of you brothers. Welcome back to part two. We jumping right back into it. A quick summary of uh, part one of this quick series, Unfinished Business. You remember we talked about a quick little thing of, of what God started, he'll finish, right? And so we kind of started off with this good news and bad news. You know, you want the good news or the bad news first? So we got the bad news out the way. And the bad news is that some of us got unfinished business, right? It's not that what is unfinished is bad. It's that the fact that it hasn't got started is bad. So it's a whole lot of unfinished business, even in this part too, right? So we got the bad news out the way. But one of the things that we had to go through and walk through and prepare ourselves up, and I use the example in the analogy of, of gardening and how my father, who used to be a gardener, would go through the process of breaking up the soil and getting the soil prepared for the garden. And he would plant the seeds in the garden and some days would go by. And, and one of the things that I was reminded of after part one was how he would laugh at me because I some days, you know, when I was younger, I would just sit there in the mirror in the window and look and look and wait that same day, right? Because I had put in a whole lot of work out there. I was down there. I was putting seeds in the ground. You know, I was putting water on it. You know, I was waiting. No, I mean, I wanted to see it grow. And so I would often hear him chuckle. Years later, he would tell me, you know, I would sit there thinking that my hard work that I seen right then was about to be seen right then. <laughs> That, that, that sometimes we as men got to understand that we were only meant to plant the seed. Well, let me, let me not go that far just yet. Let me use that as a bookmark, but I'm going to use that as my goalpost because that's how we're going to get there. Because as a child, what I thought was that after my hard day of helping my father make the garden ready, preparing the soil, what I thought was going to happen was I was going to see immediate results, immediate uh, benefits, immediate reward. And some of us have to get in a place in our mind and be okay with accepting that sometimes, many times, we will not get the instant gratification. When you're building something, some things will not become or come instant or be seen instantly or become instant. They're, they're building a road down the street for me. They're widening, they're widening the, the road and they're, and they're changing the path of the road. So as they widen the, the road, they're also changing the path of the road. And, and they're doing it in a way that it lasts. So they have to close the road down so that there's no distractions, no incoming traffic that they got to stop and monitor. No, they need to be out there doing all the work that they need to because they're widening 
and they're changing the path of the road. And so as we find ourselves dealing with and just doing a quick overview of that, what we looked at bad news, we getting into the good news. Oh yeah, we are, we are. Oh, we getting into the good news. See the good news that we last left off with was that greater is coming. Greater is coming and greater is still in Philippians. Greater is still in that passage that says being confident. I need you to be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. See, the good news is that greater is coming. It's 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 some things that you learn in those lessons. It's some things that you learn when you don't get it right away. It's some things that I learned when I remember looking out the window at night, especially at nighttime when you can't see out there. And I'm talking about being a child, staring out the window, looking at the garden that I just worked in, uh, waiting to see this big sprouting uh, tomato plant or greens or uh, onion. Or, or anything, whatever it was that we planted, I was expecting to see it. And I would do this for a few days until I lost interest. And then just literally a few days later, out of nowhere, you see something popping out the ground. And then I had a whole new level of excitement because of what I saw with my natural eye. See, there was something happening underneath. There was something happening in the darkness that I didn't see. There was something happening behind the scenes mm -hmm. that was setting up for me to see. See, I need you to be encouraged wherever you are right now as you listen to part two, as we are tapping into and coming together in our safe place and being encouraged and believing that what God Started, he's going to finish what God started. He's going to finish even in my life of unfinished business. God is still going to finish what he started. Greater is coming. I got the bad news out the way. I know I know there was some delays through the year. I know that 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 uh, uh I got some distractions going on. I know I got some discouraging moments that happened. I know I got frustrated. I know I stammered. I know I even fell down. I know I came up short. I know. And God knows also. Well, let me let me encourage us real quick, really right there. Thank you God because we need to get off the trip of guilt. Get off that bus of guilt. Get off that train of guilt. What am I talking about? Beating yourself up because of your shortcoming. Beating yourself up because of your mistake. Forgive yourself. Ask God to forgive you and forgive yourself again. And the reason I like to say that is because when you first forgive yourself, it literally allows you to go back to God. And acknowledge I messed up because when you try to go to God as if God don't know it's like you're hiding things from God it's like you're that that child that's kind of uh, 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 touching his fingers you know twisting his hands together really unsure and unsettled and bobbing back and forth and looking and really don't know what to say trying to figure out a lot to get out of the situation listen God already knew and God already knows so when you can keep it real with God, when you can literally be confident of this, that if he started this good work in you, that he's going to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. See, he's certain. I'm certain 
that even when I mess up, it's God who gives me the strength to get up. I'm certain that even when I get lost, it's God who gives me the strength to find him. I am certain that no matter what comes my way, that he will always have to be my source and my strength. Why? Because I remember the dark days. I remember the dark moments when all it was was me and God, when it was my thoughts and God, when it was the moments when I didn't know, when I felt less than, when I beat myself up even more than I was already beat up, when I literally did not forgive myself, and because I didn't forgive myself, I couldn't move on. And when I looked up, six, seven months had went by. Some things that I didn't forgive myself for, I looked up, five and ten years had went by. Come on. Not this year, not this season, not in this safe space. Come on, let's go. Real men, real issues. I'm talking to somebody. Because I need us to understand that God loves you so much that he wants you to be confident in this relationship that he's trying to build with you. Yeah, even in your mess ups, he still wants you. Even when you've came up short, the good news is this, greater is coming. See, I love the fact that every lesson that I can literally remember in my life, whether it was a lesson of love, a lesson of keeping my mouth shut, a lesson of uh, speaking up quicker, a lesson of taking charge, I've learned hindsight, as they say, is 2020. You see real clear when it's said and done. That's why a lot of times we can read the word of God. And we can have a biased opinion because we read it from our air conditioned homes or we read it from our app or we read it from the light of our computer screens. But, but, but what about those who were actually living this and who were actually moving through and walking what we're reading and experiencing this firsthand? See, there's some lessons that God needs you to learn while he's rebuilding your life. There's some things that only they could walk through. See, we could read it. We couldn't walk it. And God knew that. God's smart enough for that. See, God doesn't tell us something and begin something and then leave us halfway. Let me stay right there for a second. He's a wise builder. An expert craftsman. <laughs> I like that. Because when I think of something that is quality built, I will pay for it. Because uh, uh, gone are the days of paying $5 for shoes that will hurt your feet. You need something that's quality built. Gone are the days of paying uh, $10 for a table and then you end up paying another $50 for another table. I need something that has some expert craftsmanship. The Bible says that he is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He finishes what he starts. He finishes what he starts. He started my life. He going to finish my life. He started your life, regardless of where you are. Even if you are in a kneeled down place, even if you are in a discouraged place, I can remember moments. One of the most life defining moments that I ever had was working for a place um, I don't I don't want to say the name, but it was one of these places where you go to and you you do day labor. Um, you know, you, you go you go real early in the morning and you wait for jobs to open up and then they give you the location and you go there 
And I remember being dispatched to this job site that they were building these condominiums and it was wintertime. And the, the uh, foreman of the construction place had sent instructions that all we needed to do was show up with our boots, that he had gloves and hats and bags. Essentially what we would be doing was cleaning up the construction site from the other um, tradesmen that had been there. So, you know, your electricians, your uh, plumbers, your uh, carpenters, whoever it was, you know, they come in and they're building the house. They don't go back and clean up their items. They work and go. And so it was our job to come in and clean up. And when we got there, this was a lesson that I'll, I'll never forget. This is a lesson I will never, ever, ever forget. Because what I learned in this lesson was that regardless of what you are told, you need to stay ready. Regardless of what the instructions say, regardless of what the directives say, be prepared for changes in the circumstances. Because when we showed up to that site, there were no gloves, there were no hats, there were bags, and there were brooms. That was it. We were taxed with picking up uh, nails and two by fours and boards and cuttings and things like that, that were just literally, uh, it, it was a mess. That was our job. Now keep in mind, these were condominiums that were being built. So uh, there were, I believe, three walls. So there was one wall that was open. There was, there were no windows. Um, so it was cold. Um, I went, I, it wasn't the elements. It wasn't the elements that, that it was the equipment. So that is why God is trying to equip us as men. See, you can survive the elements. I was prepared for the elements. I had my boots. I had my coat. I had my winter hat. I had my winter gloves, right? But what I didn't have was the proper equipment to do the job that I was hired to do. Now, I drove 20 plus miles and I had got paid extra for, for, for carrying two other young men with me. I didn't know them. I was just trying to earn money for the day, right? And what I learned in that lesson was this. Two things. One of the men there, he said, look, we can either get mad or we can get gone. He said, we're going to work smarter, not harder. He said, let's figure out what we got and we're going to do what we got to do. So we proceeded to brush and, and sweep and move everything into one corner. Then we proceeded to find things that were flat that we could use for dust pans. And then we decided to go ahead and as we were moving, you know, the nails, we were separating, put the nails to one pile. So there were times because we didn't have the right type of equipment to properly get everything off. We were dealing with nails. We were dealing with splinters. We were dealing with electrical equipment. We were dealing with things that we probably shouldn't have been dealing with. But because we had a job to do, because we were in a, in a desperate place, because we were day laborers, right? We were hired to do a job and we didn't get paid unless we did that job. So we had to do that job with what we had. It wasn't no excuse and the man knew it. The foreman knew it. They knew that. But I learned how to work smarter and not harder. And I also learned to stay ready, to stay prepared, that when things change, you change. See, God finishes what he starts. See, what I thought was one thing turned out to be another. And I'm talking about something that was many years ago. That was a lesson that I learned in a dark place.
that was a lesson that I can encourage another brother that's struggling. Oh, I know what it means. I know what it feels like. See, I'm not talking to you from a scripted place. I'm talking to you from a place of experience. That's why what you went through in your weakest place, and this is what we talked about in part one, what you went through in your dark moment defined who you are right now. That's why can't nobody tell me what it's like picking up cans and taking them to the aluminum can place. Oh, I mean, you can tell me, but I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. You, I know the stories of those day labor places where you get up real early in the morning and you show up to be first in line so that you can get the best picks of the job. So you show up at three, four in the morning before when they open up, you can be the first one in line. And then you find out how many people going to the same site and then you charge them $10 a head so that you can make an extra money. Oh, I know what it's like. And then when you come back to those places, what was so crazy, the economics of this, is that they, they keep you in this repetitive cycle because the crazy thing about this is that you work all day to get paid for one day and then you go back to this place and they have this machine there that will convert your check and your wages into cash for you right there. And, and, and that's an entire different subject <laughs> because in desperation, you do desperate things. And that's why we have to get the right equipment as God is building us even right now in part two of this podcast of unfinished business. Listen, those lessons that you learned in the dark, you needed to learn. them. You needed to see that. I will never forget those moments. I, I pray that God don't take those moments from me because those are those humble moments. Those are those humble moments. But those are also those encouraging moments because those were those things when I learned how to guard my blessings. Those were those moments when I learned to believe in breakthrough. I learned to believe that I had to break out like my, my apostle says. I had to break out in order to break through. I learned about breakout. And I also learned that when people say certain things, you got to accept certain things. So uh, at that time, uh, there was this adoption of this, this, this saying about haters and letting your haters be your motivators, um, letting your haters be the people that push you to a place. Well, listen, if you really want them to push you to that place, you got to be prepared for the for the momentum that comes with the push. Because as God is equipping you and as God is preparing you and you're reflecting back over what you didn't do, but you're still believing, I got time. I got time. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember, we left off in the drought. Huh. See, between July and September, there's a drought in gardening. There's a drought season. It always comes summertime when it's most hot out. And between October to December, when it starts getting fall. Remember how we came into question about the soil? Remember how we got distracted about those things that were stunning our growth? And now we've overcome the drought and we're falling into fall and we're seeing things starting to die off. And we find ourselves asking ourselves this question, is it too late? We remember the beginning of the year and we remember our motivation. And then we start feeling bad as men and we start beating ourselves up because we feel like we didn't let time go by. But I'll need you to understand greater is here. At some point coming got to be here. Yeah, we started off saying greater is coming, but I need you to know that greater is here. 
Greater is he that's, that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater is here. When you let your haters be your motivators, you understand this time around, I'm going to guard everything that God allows me to have. That this time around, that though you laughed at me, I don't wish bad on you. I'm going to remember that moment uh, because I trust the process and I believe God. So yeah, be my motivation to get closer to God. Yes, be my motivation to take me back to that time when I doubted the soil that was planted in me. Be my motivation to take me back to my dark place because see, in my dark place, all I had was God. In my dark place, all I had was my thoughts and God. And even now that I'm equipped with the right things, I'm not afraid of my thoughts. I'm not afraid to be alone by myself because I know that I got something greater that's in me. I know that greater that's in me. Greater is he that's in me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. And I know that God said and maybe a promise. He said, be confident of this. I'm certain of this. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work. Paul told him, listen, I'm positive. I know I need you to be persuaded of this very thing. This one thing that if he began a good work in you, he going to complete it. Until the day of Jesus Christ, build me up in the dark place, God, because I never forget those dark moments. Be be the one who builds me up, because when I'm built up, I become stronger. When I'm built up, oh, I definitely move wiser. See, there's some things that I can tell and teach and show my son huh? so that he don't even have to walk down that road. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. We go up. There's some things that you can teach your son. No, sir. No, sir. We go up. We set the standard. We set the tone. Remember that? We set the tone right now. So, so when we get home, when we get to work, we setting the tone in our, in our workplaces. We setting the tone of prayer. We setting the tone of, of love, of, of, of direction, of, of confidence, knowing that God has already made a way and I'm walking in my house confident that everything is gonna be well. And I'm walking in my job knowing that all is well, that I'm supposed to be here, that I've been positioned and prepared to be in this place and that I can command the power of God to rest and rule and abide in me because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Let's go, come on, let's go. Greater is here, greater is here, greater is here. Believe in your breakout, man. Like for real, for real. Like, 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 like at the end of the day, believe in your breakout. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. God hasn't forgot you. That seed that was planted in you, man, man, man of God, it is coming up. It's sprouting. It's popping out. Don't worry. Don't be distracted by what it looks like on the surface. Be patient. Stay watered. Trust and believe that what's inside of you is going to be fulfilled. He's going to sustain you. Oh, yeah. God's going to sustain you even through the drought. God is going to sustain you even through those dark places. And it is never too late. It's never too late. 
I appreciate you all for joining. I appreciate you all for listening in. Listen, be encouraged. Get ready. Get set. We are coming. We are going. Let's go. Spread the word. Share the word. Uh, 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 Share this podcast platform with your brothers, with your cousins, with other men. We need to build this circle. We need to increase this safe space. We need this place. I know I need it. I love you all. Until next time, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Amen.